2: ah yes ladies and gentlemen it's tuesday and that means it's time for the wrestling inc nxt after show and have we got a show for you the wolf dogs are celebrating ilia and carmelo are on a collision course and everyone gets a shot at the women's championship except for roxanne perez (laughs) we'll get into all of that before we do i'm jack he's glenn the buddy cop team that isn't really as good isn't that good for a tv show
3: no i'd be like the odd couple i'll be the one that's like sort of slovenly and i like never do my paperwork and i'm like i will get to it and you'll be you know showing up in a suit to work and uh everything's by the book and you'll be like criticizing
2: the shoes i wear for not being regulation it'll be great you know, I think we would be that team. I bet. Listen, we're supposed to play a minute of silence and awkwardness before our show <laughs> starts. Where uh, you're like, let's just get right down to it. Like, Yeah, no, this is what the book says. But every now and again, Glenn, you're going to do something right. And I'm going to go, I may not like your method, <laughs> but damn it, you get results. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, man,
3: uh Good NXT tonight for a tape show, except, I mean, I have to admit, it really was uh, heartbreaking watching that they kept the camera on Shotzi as she experienced the knee injury and the pain and trying to go on. And that was just really, really tough to watch, knowing that I believe she went in for knee surgery today uh, for this uh, just a freak accident. You could see I was waiting for a spot. I was like, oh, she's going to hit her knee against the steel step. Something's going like to happen. She just landed on her knee wrong. Like, you can't get more random than that.
2: I mean, yeah, we're going to talk all about it. And and folks, um, obviously in the chat, you guys know Shotzi was injured. And I feel like there's a lot of younger people who saw that and were like, I don't understand how she hurt herself. But uh, as you get older, Glenn, I think oh you'll gosh. appreciate. It. Yeah, hopping off of something's dangerous business. You can't just hop off of something, Glenn. Like, people get hurt that way. If I'm on yeah, a step stool yeah. oh, and, no. I'm, and I'm two steps up, I... Hold the step stool and I slowly go one step at a time down.
3: Yeah. And let me give you a spoiler alert for your 40s, everyone. Sometimes you, you just wake up hurting and what happened? You slept on it wrong.
2: Yep. Yeah. Yep. I always uh I was told a long time ago something that haunts me now is that uh sometimes that thing that hurt you when you were younger that you forgot about, it comes back and it just hurts. <laughs> like, yeah. oh yeah, remember that time you fell off your bicycle that it kind of hurt for a day and then you forgot about it? Well your knee is going to remind you that you landed on it when you were 15 years old or however old you were when you fell. And so now every now and again, I get a little little pain in my shoulder or something like that's that time I tripped when I was trying to look cool (laughs) or whatever the case may be. Um, yeah. So if you're, if you're, if you're younger folks enjoy enjoy it. it while you can, uh, wrap yourself in bubble wrap. It's the safest and best way to keep yourself, uh, safe but we we got a lot of stuff going on i want to make sure i i say shout out to everybody who's joining us like comment share subscribe uh wrestling inc we're on the hunt for five star reviews so give us a five star review while you're hanging around here and um uh yeah say say nice things about us uh whether you're a lurker or whether you're in the chat but i also want to uh talk about some news here glenn uh not a big News day outside of the Shotzi thing, which again we're going to get into. But this was a piece of news that tickled me. In a world where it feels like so much of our our news is so serious and heavy, this news was really fun. Yeah. Eddie Guerrero's car, his lowrider, was sold to none other. Then Vanilla Ice, speaking of being in your 40s, Glenn, how do you feel about Vanilla Ice being the new owner of Eddie Guerrero's Lowrider? That's kind of a a, that's kind of a cool story.
3: Well, he does everything to the extreme. Oh, and I saw he's got a new energy drink coming out. So everything's coming up Vanilla Ice these days.
2: Who doesn't have an energy drink coming out these days? I feel like uh, I mean, even I'm going to be releasing an energy drink soon. Jacked up or something. I don't know. Oh, that's a good name. That's solid yeah I feel like people would get the wrong kind of jacked out of it and uh <laughs> it wouldn't it wouldn't work the way I want it to <laughs> uh, but does it sell that's all that matters I guess
3: perhaps perhaps uh no I mean uh good for vanilla that's a cool 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 piece of uh wrestling memorabilia to own wrestling history
2: yeah uh, yeah. Mike Martin says uh, vanilla ice did a nice, nice YouTube on it. It was, um, yeah, it's cool. He, he kind of talks about the process of buying it and a uh, uh, fun little thing. He said that his parents or his family, he grew up in a family of car salesmen. So he knew how to hustle this poor guy who uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's funny. He, he talks about how it, it sounds cool, but in, in my mind, I'm like, but you're vanilla ice. You have probably got a billion dollars somewhere. Probably not. But I'm like, why are you hustling this poor guy? Just pay him some money. But uh, I, I'm sure at this point, Vanilla Ice is just a hardworking stiff like the rest of us.
3: He um, actually made a that. ton of money uh, flipping houses and doing home reno. Yeah, like well, in
2: real yeah. um, but, uh, yeah, a real estate. Yeah. But yeah, it's a cool video here, getting to hear him talk about the, the process of purchasing the car. Um, we got some a lot of folks in the chat, by the way, Glenn, are yeah. appreciating our talk about what happens as you get older, Alicia A is saying I worked retail for 11 years and it messed up my neck and back from standing on concrete floors for hours. Uh, Spencer saying my back is messed up from being ran off the highway mm. at 75 miles per hour. But it reminds me I'm alive. Well, that's a positive spin. And, and way I'll
3: to take tell away. you, man. And this is why. So I did DDP yoga for a while. And then I mm. learned that I have positional vertigo. If I uh, invert my head. Like my body above my head. Uh, so i to stop doing it because uh, yeah. it was just no bueno. But I will tell you one thing that I really got out of it that I still do is the stretching. And the stretching mm-hmm. from DDP Yoga, I think you can find it on YouTube. I think the, the stretching part's free, but just learning even how to do some just basic stretching really helps uh, the quality of your sleep and just uh, being more limber as you get older.
2: Fun fact: I stretch every morning, and I try to stretch before I go to bed every day because I'm an old man, and that's what you start doing as you get older. It's it's stretching's good for you. This is the stretching podcast now. Yes. Oh, Uh, we should just we should have a warm up every show. uh, You know, a little little warm, a little some side bends. Yeah, forget the countdown.
3: You know, we should be talking people through. You know, just bend over, then go into a diamond cutter, lean back, poke it up. Yeah, good times,
2: Glenn. I think. The video that would get the most hits on Wrestling Inc. in history is you and I doing that thing where we uh, put our feet together, but they're kind of spread, and we hold hands and like pull <laughs> each other one way and pull each other the other to get some stretching in. I feel yeah. like that'd probably be the number one video. It might be. It might be. <laughs> it could
3: happen. Oh my! Like, I'm just having a flashback. I did a DDPY. Uh, they had a, like a, a group session at Starcast one year, and I legitimately hmm. felt like I was gonna die. <laughs> because doing it live for an hour and a half and you go like everyone goes all out because D- yeah. ddp's there like it's like i'm not gonna have fast I remember having to text someone i'm like bring me water right now because i did not <laughs> bring water and i feel awful
2: yeah yoga is, yoga's hard work but it's it, you feel great afterwards absolutely um, so the stretching. I, I recommend anyone Can't try it the out stretching yeah try it out try i've never tried ddp yoga but i hear great things so it's good it dude a-
3: uh, I know that uh, Majestic Marie from our chat, I know she's the big uh, DDPY fan. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's legit, man, and is not just all uh, uh, taking it easy. Like, some of that stuff is pretty hardcore. Yeah, Mark, Mark, Mark Barnes,
2: DDPY helped me lose 150 pounds. Congratulations. That's awesome. It's good, uh, man.
3: It's really good. In fact, I, I got to get on doing it. In fact, it just let me further put them over for a second. I emailed yoga doc and the team, and I was like, hey, I'm having positional vertigo. They actually sent me like a customized version of the workout where they were like, you, you just don't do this, don't do this, modify it this way. Like anyone, anyway, you can even do it with chairs. You can even do it from your bed if you're having trouble getting up. Um, cannot put it over enough. Yeah. And the red DEP red- is just a great guy.
2: Yeah, Resurrection of Jake the Snake, I believe, is the video where he doesn't, mm-hmm. it's not really a sales pitch for uh, DDP Yoga, but it's kind of a sales pitch for DDP Yoga, but it's also just a good, uh it's a good, it's a fun documentary. I don't know if fun Wait, is the word, but you know what I mean.
3: D- like, you watch a documentary about someone <laughs> and you're like, man, they're
2: really selling this rehab thing. Yeah. Did the <laughs> rehab
3: industry fund this? Like, come
2: on, Jack. Yeah. uh <laughs> so by the way I, I like this idea baby ice is saying you two in the front seats of a roller coaster would make a better vid <laughs> I, I don't know. i am a coward in in the front seat of a roller coaster but i love them too so uh yes
3: i don't know i i wrote a roller coaster with uh with uh isa my uh lovely co-host from tuesdays and Fridays, and uh Ooh. sean Rossap, and
2: top dollar
3: so i think that that's gonna oh. be my most notable roller coaster story that i
2: have in my lifetime none hotter than top dollar it's true uh, uh chad w in the chat with a super chat thank you so much Chad. Nice. says i am a former pro baseball player and mma fighter and now need hip replacements <sighs> life sucks wear a helmet everyone oh, i'm so sorry man yeah i'm definitely sorry to to hear that but um yeah it's uh it happens You never think it's gonna happen to you but it, it does um and it does um something that i think happens to a lot of people and they expect it at this point when i'm on the show is i give shout outs to everyone who's in the chat whether you're Corey pride killer of demons jr smith tommy oh alicia a daniel barry spencer webb cisco the tld uh lurker uh shouting out the lurkers by the way and glenn the legend cool gamer uh mike martin we've talked about a bit but good to see as always uh joyce joycey collins stalking you with the little doggy emoji always good to see you honey bun shouting out lurkers again so much so many lurkers here always appreciate seeing you guys uh of course baby ice and chad w as well um but again shout out to the lurkers if you're not saying anything that's cool too appreciate you being there uh and appreciate you guys liking commenting sharing subscribing and all that good stuff Hey, Glenn, you want to talk about NXT a little bit? Heck yeah. This was, we're going to get into it. This was a tangled web of story development uh, this episode. As I'm taking my notes here, I'm like, you, you know you know how it is, Glenn. You're trying to put it into like a, an order that makes sense, that you can kind of go through so you're not bounced around too much. So many layers in every segment and crisscrossing of paths and things for a pre-taped show incredible and even the end of the show obviously the sad things was with Shotzi. but the way they were still able to spin back story developments was incredible um i want to talk about the very beginning one of the few things yeah. that didn't have a lot of overlay and was pretty straightforward lexus king versus oba femi femi rolls on as champion in a dominant display uh but not before Lexis king is robert stone a big old push in the chest knocks him on his rump uh, Glenn, talk to me about this opening matchup, the guys in it, and my hot topic question for you and everyone in the chat, oh. and everyone in the comments, let me know what you think. Who will have more PLE matches when the career is said and done? Oba, Femi, or Lexis King? It's really tough. I think that Oba
3: is off to a very good start. I think his style is good. Um, The challenge a lot of the time is they book these larger talents they book them more like an attraction so they don't focus it's almost like they say like oh you don't need to work on the fundamentals of wrestling that's not why people pay to see you kid um and i like the style that he's wrestling it's a little different Mm -hmm. um i think he looks good with that championship i thought this was a good match uh lexus king in a way is a great character because he's so universally reviled
2: By Mm -hmm. people
3: that wins and losses truly do not matter,
2: yes. For him, he's the guy you love to see lose, yeah. So it's, um, I I think both these guys have such strong futures on NXT. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Um, once you get into the, the main roster, it always gets a little dicey because there's only so many spots and there's a lot of stuff that goes in with going to the main roster. But as far as an NXT projection, both these guys, I think, just have so much value. Oba Femi, if he, I mean, he's got to get through a little bit of like showing who he is and being a, the North American champion for a little bit. But yeah. if you told me a year in a year's time he's going to be challenging for the NXT Championship, I would say yes, absolutely. Yeah. He's he's there. He's going to be that guy. Uh, even from a character standpoint, even from a mic standpoint, how he looks in the ring standpoint, everything about him, I think, is just incredible but you mentioned something about Lexus King and that is he has that very special talent that you, I don't know you, you can't teach. I don't know. Maybe you can, but yeah, it doesn't matter if he's winning or losing. He's great. He's great. Is no matter what. Crazy. And that's such a yeah. rare thing. Cause got to be able to take a lot of L's in pro wrestling. And I think that's something we don't talk about enough.
3: <laughs> Spencer but, Webb. Oops. Uh, oh, uh, Lexus King has real. Where's my hug energy. Like, <laughs> Like oh. this is what's amazing. I think Brian Pillman Jr. in AEW <laughs> did a serviceable job as a wrestler and seemed like really focused on being a wrestler. And as Lexus King, he can wrestle, but he is a fully formed character. Mm-hmm. Um that is just uh so just like gives me the ick, as the kids say. Mm-hmm. But in a way that you go, like, this is this is A plus character work he's doing because he's able to just turn it on and, uh, it. So I think, um, it's really interesting. I'll be curious to see when he starts getting wins. Cause that hasn't been his strong suit thus far, but man, like onto the TV, he's just golden, man. Like, I mean, I could just watch him in segments. Like he, in fact, he has the sweetest gig of all, you know, what? he doesn't even have to wrestle. You can literally okay. just have him lurking around backstage, acting like everybody likes him. And, uh, that's entertaining uh, as can be, you know?
2: Uh, Adam Sotokio. Adam Sotokio says, "Glenn, where's my hug? <laughs> it's it, it's it's so true though. I mean, characters are, and this is a line I'm stealing from our co-host uh, Flobo Boy. This is something mm-hmm. he says all the time, so I'm stealing it from him. But it's just a true statement. Pro wrestling thing is, at the end of the day, characters come first. You got to yeah. be a character that I can gravitate towards and hate you or love you or." Um, you know, if someone's catching you for the first time. You're like, OK, I get it. And you don't need to see much of Lexus King before you go. Yeah, that <laughs> beard,
3: that beard really does a lot of the talking.
2: And, you know, I, we say this in pro wrestling a lot, but NXT more than anywhere is very much a you got to give them time. Sometimes mm-hmm. and not a lot of times, but like I remember when Lexus King first debuted, people were like, What is this beard? What are they doing with him? This is so weird. Why isn't he just Brian Pillman Jr.? Why are they hiding from who he, he is? And now that he's gotten rolling, you're like, Oh, this is fantastic. This is great because he is the worst in the best possible way. I
3: mean, so much so. In fact, I think originally I remember his debut, it wasn't that long ago. People said, Oh, well, he's doing this, but they're going to flip that switch and he's going to be. Brian Pillman Jr. And they'll come up to the main roster and he'll just rework his gimmick to be more in line with his dad once he's made his own name. And now it's like, Nope, they're really committed to this Lexus King bit.
2: Yeah. Uh, I always say one of my favorite things about the Avengers movies. And before we move on, my last part on this is that um, in movies, it was one of the few times where you get to see all these really big characters who you've grown to know and then get put into one scene and they kind of shake it up and see what happens when they all have to now interact. And, that's what they're giving us with NXT is there's all these very wild characters. And now whenever he runs into somebody like if Lexus King ran into Ilya Dragunov, I'd be like, Oh oh my God, what's going to happen here? This is going to be great. Um, And there's so many other characters like that. And we'll go through some of them in a little bit, but that's, I think where NXT is so great is you almost don't even need to get to the ring. Just them, two different people bumping into each other backstage, as we saw a lot of today, you go, Oh my gosh, what's gonna happen when these two interact? And it's great. And it's that's with the power of the characters they've created in NXT.
3: I mean, have them in a segment with The Rock and be like, It's tough growing up with a wrestler as a dad, huh?
2: <laughs> that would be so good.
3: And then he's just like, You you know, I've, I have had a lot of trouble. People trying to associate my family's heritage with me. I said, No, I'm making my own path. So Dwayne, how come you didn't you didn't decide yeah. to
2: strike out on your own? Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that would be so fantastic for so. And, and, and again, he's one of those guys. If The Rock did just rock bottom him and send him packing, Lexus King could show up the next week and you'd still be like, Lexus King, let's rock and roll. He's not damaged by that in any way, as opposed to uh, other characters that, if you did that too, you're like, oh, well, okay, I guess they're done. You know, yeah. like Gunther can't get rock bottomed and kicked yeah. out of the ring and then be treated like he's still Gunther, you know, yeah. uh, but Lexus King, no problem. Yeah, him be being great.
3: like just oblivious to how much people
2: dislike him is wonderful. Yes, yes. it's, it's So I knew he wasn't
3: going to win this match, but he was great in this match.
2: Yeah, but uh, it's weird because I didn't think he's going to win this match either. Obafemi's just too dominant. He's not going to yeah. lose the title that quickly. But he has that little thing of like, man, he would be such a unbearable person if he was the champion and won tonight. Um, oh, my God. Obafemi going to hold that title for a while, though. Yeah. I, think. I think he's going to hold on to it for a very long time. Um, but I'm excited that
3: uh, Vaughn Wagner and Robert Stone are getting back in the yeah. swing of things. Uh, yeah. That still, man. Look, I know we've memed it to death on this podcast. But they need to break up and have a feud and it needs to turn out that stone's kids are von Wagner's kids
2: and they need just, to have a feud. and It'll be amazing. They are the classic team of, they need to start getting wins, man. Like they can't, yeah. at, at some point, I don't care what the stories are. You just got to get wins and they don't do that. And so I don't care how big you are. I don't care how cool you dress. If you lose and get pushed around every time I see you, I just don't, I'm, I'm not going to care about your, yeah your stories anymore um so we move on someone who is sick of losing because he lost once is tony d'angelo glenn he says he's he's done with the small ball he wants to he wants to pick things up again but there's he's not taking anyone else's opinions they're doing things his way and he's going to show everyone why he is the dawn of nxt do you like that Tony D'Angelo saying, I'm done with the tag team division. And do you think maybe we're about to see a dark side of the family?
3: Yeah. I mean, I took from that. I took from that that he's going to. But here's the problem, though. Does he go for the North American championship? Because the main championship picture is pretty locked up. Or I think uh, he's going to decide that organized crime is more lucrative than wrestling.
2: I mean, I, I, I would the wager back. Is. the economy's come I- back. I mean, you know? I would absolutely realize. I would absolutely think that organized crime probably plays pays better than most. Well, it didn't a few
3: years ago, which is why he went to NXT. Is well,
2: well, I know Gallus boys were cutting into his business, and there's Legato. It was pretty tough times, but you're right. That, yeah. uh, but I think he could go for the world title. I actually don't think the world championship picture is that crowded right now. I fa- in fact, I think right now it's right for the picking because. Of course, we have a a rivalry we'll talk about in a little bit. But other than that, there's not a whole lot of people besides Dragunov, Trick, and Carmelo Hayes. And that's kind of been a matchup we've seen a couple of times. I think it's ready for a new person to be added in. And uh, Braun Breaker, clearly not going to be part of that picture again, most likely. And uh, Baron Corbin, he's out of it for a little bit. I I feel like this is the perfect time for Tony D'Angelo to go for that title.
3: I mean, I would love for him to win that championship, but mm-hmm. I don't know. See, this is where it becomes a question with Carmelo and Dragonoff facing off, and the idea that it's gonna be Trick versus Melo at stand and deliver Mania weekend. Should that match have the championship involved I mean, in it? I,
2: I feel like so. My belief is always the championship always makes things better. I know some people will say Rock versus Roman doesn't need the title. It'd be better if it did though. You know. Sure. Uh I, I it's always better with the title, but I do think if you are a person who has the argument doesn't need the title. Trick versus Carmelo doesn't need the title. Um especially since for that to happen by many a weekend, one of them would have to win the title very quickly and it'd, st- it'd be like a fresh title win. And so that never Carmelo's has the been the champ feeling. before though. Yeah, but do we really want to see him win it just to lose it a month later? You know, and then
3: mm, yeah. And I then
2: the, the next step would then be of course dragging off versus trick in a rematch. And like I feel like we're now getting to this point where this is a, a cycle that we've seen a bit too often. It's tough. In my
3: it's tough. How do you uh, how do you solve this problem? But with Tony D'Angelo, look, I want Tony D'Angelo to be the champ. Um Tony D'Angelo doesn't need the main roster. The main roster needs Tony D'Angelo um yeah. but what what does this mean for stacks
2: stacks maybe has to figure out how to be obafemi good luck pal that's they announced
3: that's- stacks for wwe 2k24 before they announced tony d for the game
2: you know i always i know they don't get everyone in these roster in these games but they basically get everyone in these games are the is the roster announcement really that incredible i feel like everyone's going to be in it except nxt for like a
3: few people. no nxt is always the one that's you know, the question is like when's the cutoff right like when do they how recent is it so like nxt i think is always the um the turning point like we know tiffany Stroud's going to be the game but she was going to be in as part of nxt then she'll be on the main roster it's just interesting it's just interesting to me yeah no like i think this is good for tony uh, i think rizzo needs another shot you know she yeah. needs some more matches under her belt but this is exciting. Uh, you know what's interesting, though? Uh, with her OTM. Because we haven't really... Like, is out the mud gonna make a try? It seemed like they were getting quite a push.
2: Jada Parker felt feels like she kind of just moved on. I feel like yeah, she her and Rizzo o- was good. Yeah, I feel like Jada Parker... I feel like she went to OTM, kind of took over OTM. And was like, okay, I've grown beyond OTM. <laughs> what about... So
3: Scripps is just left to pick up the pieces once again?
2: I don't know. I don't really know... I feel like they, had, they looked like a great team. I don't know yeah. what they do next, but it, I think they just suffered a pretty big loss, so it's going to be hard mm. for them to come back and feel like a threat because I don't really know who they've beaten that was any any good, mm. you know? Um, it's
3: interesting. Um, the drama there only rivaled by what's going on with Chase U right now, and specifically Thea Hale.
2: Well, I, I want to... So this is where things get tangled, Glenn. Sure. This is where things get really tricky. To talk about because we have people in multiple segments throughout multiple matches and things oh, yes. like that. And so as we talk about the tag team division, I want to go back to the beginning and I want to go to the wolf dogs. Uh, they come out, they banter, they give each other a hard time. They're in good spirits. Chase, you comes out. They want a shot at the title. Uh, so does Axiom and Frazier. Uh, so Ava says, let's have a match tonight between you two to figure out number one contenders. Um, that leads to a match and Duke Hudson and Andre Chase get the win, but then the OC come out and they lay waste to everybody and they want a shot at the tag team champions as well. So the tag team championship division, the top of it, to your point, crowded already. And if you're OTM, how do you get back into this thing? Um, But I want your thoughts kind of on who is in this picture, if you think that this is the right thing. And I'll start with, I guess, Axiom and Frazier. I want your thoughts on them. Cause I love these guys. I feel like them coming out saying they want a shot. Didn't feel like a, a hot team coming out demanding a shot though. Um, I feel like they've been kind of spotty in their wins and losses where uh, Chase, you did pay off the family. They have kind of been on a winning streak. I guess that's the point though. It gives them a big win before going on to a title shot.
3: Yeah. Um, I think Axiom and Frazier, the spirit of two hundred five live lives on mm-hmm. in their tag team. I think it's good. Um, I just think some of the character work right now is at another level and it's who's thriving. Now that like Tyler Bates gone, it's actually, it's funny. There's the, the uh, smaller population of wrestlers on NXT right now, or people without strong characters, and I say that because Axiom's really leaned back from the math thing.
2: Oh, yeah. He's kind of dropped the math thing. Almost. Jaime
3: Escalante would be very disappointed in him.
2: It's um, it's very, to, to your point, I will say, one of my favorite, um, one of my absolute favorite moments, a very subtle moment, was when Duke Hudson imitated Nathan Frazier and <laughs> was doing his accent. It was so dumb, but I was like, I love yeah, this. That was this good. is fantastic. Um, and so that was really great. I feel like I feel like Duke Hudson is one of, and even in this match, like I look at his size, I look at his ability in the ring, I look at his character work, I look what he's been able to do. And I feel like he's a underrated award-winning star every time he's out there. I feel like we kind of, I don't feel like we give Duke Hudson enough flowers for what he's actually able to do.
3: Oh, he's phenomenal. And it's amazing considering where he was at with the poker room gimmick going to chase you originally seeming like the villain and then becoming, uh, you know, a star of chase you. So this is a fascinating segment. I just think that, uh, Frazier and axiom are just lacking. It's, it's funny axiom for looking like a superhero. They seem a little plain compared to some of the other options that we have.
2: Well, to your point, it's, it's the character thing that we, we talk about. And I think that it's so weird because uh, Axiom was a kid over in UK. And mm-hmm. I thought like, like, he's a good looking guy. I don't know why they put a mask on him. And he's he, he doesn't. I don't think English is his first language, but he's not like a terrible English no, no, spooker no. either. The same thing with uh,
3: Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus is an attractive dude. Why are you putting a mask on that?
2: Yeah, I've never understood that aspect. I I get changed his name from a kid because that is the like the worst thing to Google ever. Um, You know, uh, you don't want to be like, where's that cool clip of a kid? Don't need don't need that. Don't
3: Don't. need that. Uh, Uh, No, no, I'm with you on it. So I think this was a good segment, but I'm way more interested in seeing um, the wolf dogs uh spear of days that should be just the name of their finisher like we don't need to change the team yeah. they should be the wolf dogs um we i want to see them versus chase you and the, but then there's there's the spoiler you know that we saw oh. tonight which we'll talk well, about
2: that's, well so i want you to talk about that i want you to talk about orange uh orange so different uh, <laughs> uh, orange count uh, uh OC, the other OC, I, I, the other oc i i the the uh, what what the original club was that the original club yes. the original club, OC. The club. Um. So they come in. Let me ask you: This you're you're in Vegas. You're a gambling man. You like to to take some bets. You like to risk it for biscuit. If you had to put money down, of the three teams that were in the ring at the end of this whole thing, OC, Duke Hudson, Andre Chase, Axiom, Nathan Frazier, are any one of those three going to be the ones to take the title off the Wolf Dogs?
3: It's tough because the wolf dog shouldn't lose. Braun being called up, like th- that's a weird formula. He, he, the way you normally do a call up if you're going to lose, is you lose on a Tuesday, show up at SmackDown on a Friday. They won mm-hmm. on a Tuesday. He announced he was signed with SmackDown on a Friday. You can't. It has to be a big PLE loss, right? That's how Kevin Owens. Actually, Kevin didn't Kevin Owens lose it on Beast? He lose it on Beast in the East, or did he lose it on a a takeover? I can't remember. No, it was I, a Takeover. I'm, it was a Takeover. I'm
2: terrible at timeline stuff. Yeah, it was a
3: takeover with Finn the latter match, a, a Takeover Brooklyn. Um, so I
2: can't even tell you. On a grand stage. For the ones who
0: work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early,
3: so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call
1: Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com try. Go to shopify.com try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com try.
2: I can't even tell you like when Brock Lesnar had his last match with Roman Reigns. I I know the match, but it was like, was that SummerSlam or was that Mania? It's SummerSlam, right? Anyway, uh, it was wild point
3: But so the point is, the Wolf Dogs should probably drop it at Stand and Deliver. Like it would be weird to have the Club beat them on TV. Maybe the Club beats them at Stand and Deliver. Maybe it's a four way match. You know what? Actually, no. You know what? I bet you it's a four way match. Wolf Dogs don't take the pin.
2: That could be it, or. They did call out Baron Corbin. This is one of my favorite parts about this whole thing is the OC was talking trash about the wolf dogs. And I kind of like the way they were talking trash about Baron Corbin because it made me feel like, like, Oh, you're a, a comedian. Now you do jokes now. And what I like about this is there is, I think we've all kind of had that like moment where you maybe change jobs or you, you change friend groups in school And then your old friend group sees you and they're like, oh, is this, this is what you're doing now? And you're kind of, you're in a weird spot where you're like, yeah, I'm kind of different than I was. I came here to do something different, but you're right. I'm not the old, you know what I mean? And there's this weird thing. I kind of like that they're poking at that. Like you Uh used to be Baron Corbin on Raw. Now you're having a laugh with (laughs) Brom Breaker. Like. Uh, I, I like that. What was your thoughts on, on that? I, I like that dynamic. good. And I good. feel like we might see yeah. that for a while.
3: And the club's fun on the mic. They're very dominant, but it is also kind of weird though, right? Because NXT being so character-driven does exist in some ways, the separate universe, where do you want to watch the club beat the crap out of Chase U or Tony D and Stax? Not that they're going to be in the tag division, but you know what I mean? It's like, you don't want the mean main roster people to come and like kick the crap out of your NXT faves. Like the club yeah. is very good and very dominant, but in a way like this is interesting. So, so we they kept saying back to NXT, they've made appearances in NXT, but they were never in NXT or am I massively forgetting something?
2: It's tough. Cause I've been there a lot, I think. Yeah. So it, it does get a little tricky with how that actually plays out. Uh, Alicia Ace actually says, uh, that's why I thought they weren't going to win against Tony D and yeah. Stax because Braun was moving to the main roster. That's why you can't get too uh, too sucked into the what's going on in the dirt sheets because sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes it doesn't work out that way. Um, by the way, I want to give a shout-out to TLDR. Uh, where'd it go? Uh, call us JG Winkworth. I, I got the 877 cash now commercial <laughs> stuck in my head. Uh, what a jingle, by the way. JG Wentworth, 877 cash now up all, all, an all timer. Well, it's not
3: Bosley with uh Mike yanking on it going, This is my hair. Um, but yeah, it's up there. Um, can we talk about the real drama and chase you though? What's going on with Thea Hale?
2: I was just gonna skip over it.
3: <sighs> no,
2: just. <laughs> like okay
3: so let's let's bookend it though so thea's talking about how she may have screwed up on valentine's day she's getting advice from jc uh jc though is expanding her friend group quite a bit
2: yeah so this is again this is another thing and i i do love how nxt does this though. how they do weave these so it makes it hard to cover the show but as you're watching it this is a lot more like how a breaking bad would play out where they don't just do like (laughs) This is a segment for. A second, a
3: I've done a lot of things, Jack, and I stand NXT harder than anyone. You just compared the storytelling to Breaking Bad, and I love yeah. you for it.
2: Yes, yeah. This is this is you know they say cinema on uh you know on uh on Friday nights. Well, this is this is like HBO. This is like uh you know what was what was Breaking Bad on again? It wasn't AMC. HBO. AMC. AMC. This is AMC. <laughs> yeah. AMC doesn't hit like HBO when I say it like that though. Uh so we will just say HBO but like look like that's how those shows go. It doesn't just go this is the Walter White segment. This is the um you know Jesse Pinkman segment. This is they inter- interact throughout. Yeah, and, that's they weave it show, together. and that's how this show went, but you're right. Thea Hale, she listened to her friend JC Jane, maybe too Jasmine Nix. Jasmine Nix surprise she's there uh, <laughs> she's- and it's a big player now.
3: She's like the badger skinny Pete of the Chase You Cinematic Universe. <laughs> the
2: badger. Uh so um, uh, but then Ariana Grace. This was uh, this whole thing was very interesting to me. Like I was actually way, I'm I'm with you. I was way into this because Ariana Grace is giving her advice. And I, I went to Twitter, by the way, and I asked yeah. who's giving the better advice, Glenn. Is JC Jane who's saying you gotta play it cool, you gotta play hard to get. Or is Ariana Grace? Who's like, look, if he opens the door for you, engage, be nice. Yeah. Everyone said Ariana Grace was giving better advice. In fact, Alicia A. I believe on on Twitter said uh, um, Ariana Grace giving the good well, advice. But then we got to swerve
3: later, a development. So let me let me tell you one thing that I didn't like about this. Yes. Dia Hale is incredible as a character. Mm-hmm. She can she can wrestle. She's great in the ring. Her energy is off the charts. I don't like that she's been reduced to the storyline of, oh, I want this boy to like me. Because she this, this ultimately is a wrestling show. And yes, character matters. But this isn't leading. Her will they, won't they uh, with uh, Riley isn't leading to a match or feud. You know what I mean? Every other storyline has a clear convergence. But then, aha, they swerved us a little bit because JC then later has her match with Ariana Grace over the advice. JC wins, spoiler. Thea goes to raise her hand, and there's Nyx getting in the way, and Thea's the odd woman out. And by the way, if you want a masterclass in acting, watch Thea Hale during JC's entrance trying to keep up with Jasmine. Is like, is this choreographed? Were there some moves I needed to do as she's trying to fit in? Thea Hale is incredible. She's an Mm -hmm. incredible actor. and um. I love that when Nick's got into this at the end, it's like, aha, now we have the fracture with JC and Thea. And JC is now the star student of Chase U having saved it with the calendar. Now Thea's jealous. JC gave Thea bad advice. Was she trying to sabotage her? Has this all been a long con? Now it does, it is going to end in a match. But then, even more so after the match we're going to talk about with Brooks and Dunn, Fallon, Henley, Feels like the odd woman out are her and Thea going to form an alliance and perhaps have a tag match against J.C. Jane and Jasmine mm-hmm. Nix. So NXT in this long relationship thing that was like, oh, this is really taking Thea away from her calling as a wrestler. Now this is going to work around to a match with stakes, which is why NXT is the best, not wrestling show, the best television show currently on the
2: yeah, it, 100%. And I agree. Like, And what's nice about it, what's cool about it is when they have that tag team match, it's, it's probably going to be Thea Hale, Fail and Henley versus Jasmine, Nick's J.C. Jane. Mm-hmm. It's not random people thrown together. It's no. not like, oh, why are these two helping each other? It's be- like There's a story. It's been embedded into why it's It's been happening. going up for months. And... And I'm telling you, I got a feel. And JC Jane is going to make a play for Riley Osborne. That's what's going to happen. here. She's going to try to get Riley. We're going to find out that Riley Osborne uh, is the apple of JC Jane's eye, and that's why. She's or telling, she's going to turn Jasmine up. I, I, maybe too. I could, could go either way. I mean, I'd, I'd be like, well, JC Jane's still helping out one of her friends. Sure,
3: though. sure, 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 sure. But oh, but wait, but and let, let me tell you, a just cherry on top to uh, NXT is the greatest storytelling currently on the air fallon then says let's not even talk about valentine's day 2023 alluding to last year and all the drama and Mm -hmm. sebastian like
2: yes nxt is incredible y'all it's it, it really was this entire thing really really well done the only hang up that i had with it if i was and this is such a nitpick and sure, i'm just gonna sure. tell you it's, it's a very nitpick but uh we've been gushing long enough i've got to rebalance the scales a little mm-hmm. bit be fair they had a big moment of her saving chase you and it kind of felt like they, oh yeah she saved chase you anyways on to the next thing <laughs> like
3: because she's not one to bask in her glory too long just over say welcome
2: like i said that story's over so we don't need to like reiterate it over and over and over again but that would be my one little nitpick. Is like she just did something great. She saved the school, and now she's back to being a jerk. But it's weird that Ariana Grace was kind of a good guy in this situation. I've has done nothing wrong. Uh, she's, I love Ariana Grace. By the love way. Ariana she Grace. is it's a great
3: gimmick. It's it's DOA on the main roster because she's not going to be Miss WWE. But what she's doing here is incredible
2: she's a perfect example of that person where as soon as she popped into that group talking about the date, I was like, that's a, that's a perfect example going, how is this character going to interact with these three? What is going to happen when these this group collides? And it was perfect. And that's what makes her great is because now every time I see her, I'm like, okay, how is she going to interact with, like if she ran into lash legend or if she ran into uh Shotzi or whoever was around, you're like, I cannot wait to see how this goes down. It's, it's such a great character.
3: You know how you do it on the main roster is you have her be someone that works for like, um, like uh, she's so big on uh, presentation and manners that like TKO has hired her to be the like uh consultant for how every superstar should conduct themselves. And she's going to go to the main roster and tell every superstar, like you did this and that's not the what we want representing this company you know yeah, they could do it as like person yeah it'd be very I, I think she could do it well it's gonna Jack between you and me I think they're gonna need some time uh when it comes to Wcr of wanting to put her in that role given uh mm-hmm. some yeah elements uh Google it um but no I think uh there's gonna be a way this will work on the main roster because what she's doing in NXt is incredible
2: yeah it's' she, so many people are doing great things, uh, but some person who's doing something, I don't know who it is, but they're doing something is someone with some mysterious messages that they're yes. displaying on the screen. Uh, we got a, a chat earlier and I've been saving it. Baby. I saying is the secret vignettes for Tamatanga, uh spicy choice. My question for you, Glenn mm. is I want a spicy prediction for who you think is behind these these videos now. I know it's very easy to say like an Alexa Bliss or a uh, Uncle Howdy character because the the writing's kind of the same, but that's boring. I want something spicy. Give me a spicy name that might be doing this. Give me a scripts. Give. Me... <laughs>
3: okay, who's it not? Like, let's think about this. It's it's not
2: Big Body Javi. Oh, I wish it was. I love yeah. Big Body Javi um what what was the actual someone in the chat if, if you don't mind can you tell me what the actual words were for the message i probably should have wrote, written them down but uh i i wonder if we can figure out who it is i i have a feeling it's not any of the bray wyatt gangs. i just i don't know if they're going to bring back that group uh in any way i don't know if they i don't know if they can without it feeling a little weird
3: I've heard people guess Boa, Dante Chen. Some, someone even said maybe it's a faction with Boa, Dante Chen, and Wendy Chu doing something more serious. And I was like, that intrigues me. Ooh,
2: like Tian Shaw coming back. I loved Tian Shaw when they were around. That was a that was a cool group back in the I mean, old days. Back in the old days, <laughs> the old days of NXT, the, the rainbow days of NXT 2.0. Uh yeah, which like everyone uh... hated, but everyone will. I I tell you, they're gonna look, people are gonna look back at that time with like love someday the way we look back at like wwe cw <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, like, oh.
3: what if it's what if they re-sign somebody what if th- this is riddick moss coming back to, to wwe and this is
2: his new gimmick uh, Kill- killer a demon says i think the last part was i will be the mirror okay Could be mojo Riley come back to i would oh up. my god with the, the blue with the yeah. <laughs> I love Mojo. I still
3: don't know what was going on with that gimmick.
2: I don't think Mojo did either. I don't and the hype bros did.
3: was he was so good doing the stay hype thing. Mojo yeah. Raleigh is the reason I own two pairs of Zuba pants, three Zuba hoodies, and four Zuba ties.
2: That's all Mojo. Mojo, yeah, he was uh he was definitely cooking for a while, but yeah, let us know in the chat who you think it is. Uh is probably the most interesting group, but um It does, Killer D makes an interesting point. Well, if Gallows and Anderson are there, uh, they can bring Tom and reform Bullet Club in NXT, but that also doesn't make sense in why he's doing something separate if, I don't know. We'll have to see. It's very interesting. Uh, Josh Briggs, Brooks Jensen have a match, and Josh Briggs gets the win uh, after two clotheslines. Tough go of it for Brooks Jensen, Glenn. Uh, Josh Briggs looks like he's probably going to start climbing up the singles roster. I want your thoughts on these two thoughts on how it's going. And I also want your thoughts on the fact that Obafemi wins the power bomb Briggs is winning with the clothesline. How do you like these guys winning with very basic moves?
3: I think if you pull it off convincingly, it works. I mean, look, a lot of finishers are dumb there. Mm-hmm. I said it. They make no sense. Why would Sami yeah. Zayn whip someone to a corner and then risk a groin pull doing doing the Huluva kick? Why?
2: Right. Well, the kick kick's pretty cool actually though I like.
3: But it. But, but the sit down thunderbomb that he does. Blue thunderbomb. Him. That's I mean yeah. that 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 should be the finisher in every that's that is his finisher in every other universe.
2: That's true. I like I like both of them. I do feel like there are certain moves that are a little too overthought and those bug me. Like yeah. Like, I just praised Lexus King. I feel like his is a little over, overthought. Yeah. Um, but, um, Cody, Demon, by the way, says, uh, men deny their truth. I will be a mirror to it.
3: Cameron Grimes reboot.
2: Interesting. What if
3: Poor Cameron, Cameron, Cameron Grimes, Grimes comes back and now he's a motivational speaker and he's giving one of those guys to tell you the story of this is how I made millions of dollars and then I lost it all. And here's what you can learn from me.
2: That's actually kind of funny. That be would be that would be really good. Uh,
3: um, wait, can we talk about uh, so Brooks and Dunn had this match? Uh, the one with the I'll better haircut. It. The one with the better haircut won.
2: I'll allow it.
3: Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, and Fallon is distraught.
2: Yeah, I don't really think there's much more to to take from that. I'm sure more will happen, but okay. Uh, but here's one that there is a lot of take from.
3: from. Oh, the big thing is the same big thing that I'm going to suggest.
2: I don't know what you're gonna say, but I'm moving on to the next thing. I yeah, don't I'm moving on to the,
3: the the biggest moment tonight show, which was, I don't know uh, if this is
2: the biggest moment tonight show, but Die Jack. Oh my god, yes, it was. Joe Gacy locked in a basement <laughs> and, a like, room, and a lawyer's like, just so you know, like, this is not legal. What you're doing? Hey, he
3: broke my laws, so it's okay.
2: <laughs> this was I. So I. It I, I. I was so eager to to talk to you about this because it's so lucha underground and i love lucha underground <laughs> i gotta ask your feelings on like when they start breaking the law and doing stuff in pro wrestling what are your thoughts i was here for it, it was so Casey nuts
3: in wrestling trunks in a straight jacket To where for a second, I was like, can you see his junk? I was like, no, that's just a strap from the straight jacket. Like it was so (laughs) ridiculous. Joe Gacy pushing his face up against the wall, talking to Jack, like smushing his face, but then he breathes on the glass and then uses his nose to draw a happy face in the breath. They went for it so hard in this segment.
2: Dude, they, it was so great. Like this, so is, great. It's one of those things. I'm not like an actor or anything like that, so I can't really speak to it. But it seems easy to do that kind of stuff. But when you're in a room and a bunch of people are watching, like saying and they're saying, "Okay, at crazy," Joe Gacy knocked it so far out of the park. This like that so was so incredible. great.
3: This was and, so and, good. And then Luca Crucifino coming in as the lawyer, offering his two
2: cents. Like, like it was. <laughs> And I love how he's just like, yeah, I know you're not asking me, but this isn't legal. And Dijek's like, whatever, bro. And he's like, okay. Like, later. He was, he was like Jim Carrey and Dumb and Dumber.
3: He's like, see you later. I'm <laughs> trying to think of the last thing I saw in wrestling that was this committed to the bit. Is this.
2: It's, it's so... But that's what makes it great. Like, if they halfway did this, it'd be like, this is so corny. But the fact that they are so all in on it makes makes it so and, fun.
3: And I mean this in the best possible way. It had the hokey charm of, like, an indie promotion of being like, let's just shoot this. What do we got? Well, we've got a room with a window. Well, okay, put some black padding up against there to make it look like a thing. Like, it looked a little kind of like two friends with a camcorder shooting something. Yeah. And that made it beautiful that they aired this on national television.
2: It was so, like, this is the exact thing you want in a TV show. I oh want God, to see so what good. happens next. How, is Joe Gacy getting out? Are they going to, I still feel like they're going to become a tag team one way or the other. Yeah. I, I feel so. like they're going to start working together. I don't care what happens, though. I'm just eager to see it. Like, this is great. I, I want to <laughs> see what happens next in the dungeon of jack. That's <laughs> the, the two things
3: one then joe gacy went back to pushing his face against there and then at the end he breathed where he drew the smiley face so the smiley face showed up again
2: so good this was this is just so, top these guys this absolutely
3: get it. best probably top five best vignettes i'll put this up there with tony d cutting the promo in front of the trunk where there was someone in the trunk that we learned after
2: yeah. like this is a top five nxt vignette this was so good and, and again it was the commitment of the care as uh um it, it, it was just uh gacy uh, as Goodfellow says gacy is committed i appreciate it why is the lawyer in the basement though
3: i just love that Dijak has like a segment of the nxt basement where he keeps prisoners and like ava what? and everyone's just like whatever it's cool
2: yeah, he, uh, Alicia says that was great. Then Dijack tweeted after that he shouldn't have shared what he was doing, going to do, especially since a lawyer followed him. Uh, <laughs> but it also, this is again, we talk about this as a um, how NXT is slowly on ramping this lawyer character. Of course, he was talking to Tony D'Angelo last week. I can't remember his last week or two weeks ago, but uh, now he's yeah. in this situation, just slowly getting this guy in situations where the law matters and that's, it's great. It's just really well done. Um, Uh, KOD says Joe Gacy is great. I agree. Uh, baby. I says, bum ass Corbin. Um, we got a couple of vignettes. Uh, we're getting a little long in the tooth here, Glenn. So I'm going to move on to, uh, Carmelo and Dragonoff. They cut some really good promos. Uh, I love these guys. I love, I love the promos. I thought both of them knocked out of the park. I do feel like we've seen Carmelo Dragonoff a couple of times now. And so I feel like Carmelo's getting called up, so it won't really be too big of a deal if he loses again. But at the same time, I kind of feel like I'd like to see some fresh blood in the world title scene.
3: Yeah. I mean, look, respect to if they have if Standon delivers Tony D versus Dragonoff and Carmelo and trick main event, no title on the line, I'm good with that. Especially if as Tony long- D wins the championship.
2: I mean, yeah, it's um, I like that. And look, I like. It. I by the way, I they they're gonna kill it if, when they have their match. They'll they'll have a match. They're gonna kill. it. I'm gonna love it. Nitpicking again here. Uh, I thought Carmelo's promo was fantastic. He always good. Is, is really great. Good. But I really loved his like. I would have let you be number two, maybe. Uh, just great stuff. Ridge Holland had a promo as well. Talks about how he's gonna. We don't have to go long on Rich Holland. I think his stuff has been pretty good, but to me, I felt like he was like, thanks for sitting down with me. Anyways, I have something to say, but not right now. See you next week. Yeah. It's kind of like, thanks for the time. It Here's the thing. I thought
3: it was really tasteless originally how they tried to work in him injuring Biggie as part of the storyline. And then when they were like, Oh, injuries, but not the no the injuries to me, not injuries of caused to other people. Um, and now I feel bad for Rich Holland because it's like yeah. oh man they gave you the storyline and it's not really like f- getting over the, like the, they saddled you with this insensitive storyline and it's not working on top mm-hmm. of that like so I, I hope for his sake that something good comes out of this yeah
2: uh i want to give a shout out to mike martin as well uh thanks for responding today jack appreciate it. no offense no offense taken i i appreciate all the interactions on the uh uh, on, on the YouTube comments. So, uh, appreciate you, Mike Martin, and I appreciate you being a part of the show. Um, we had, now this is where uh, I'm just going to go through a lot of things real quick, Glenn, and then we're just going to dig through all of it because a lot of stuff happened. Uh, Roxanne Perez is upset that people are getting title shots and she's not, she has a match with Ren Sinclair, dominant win by Roxanne Perez later. Uh, Kaylani Jordan and Lash Legend have a match. L- Jordan gets the win after Jakara Jackson helps her out. During the Lyra Valkyria match uh, with Shotzi, Shotzi gets hurt. And then they say, hey, we promised a, a title match. We're going to give you one. First person to walk through the curtain gets that match. It is Lash Legend. The two of them match. Lyra wins. Now, there's a lot of stuff that happened here, like metaphor, not understanding, no quarter catch cruise rules and Lyra (laughs) getting. So real quick on that. I think I've said this before. I hate that they're guys who are supposed to be like legitimate, awesome wrestlers, but they also have to have this weird rule so they can sneak attack you. It doesn't make sense. It it feels counterintuitive to the character. It's like if Ariana Grace was like, Hey, I'm a, a, a Miss universe pageant winner, but by the way, I like to eat sloppy Joe's. Like it doesn't i like, see nothing wrong with that it doesn't make it doesn't make sense it doesn't fit it doesn't fit what they're doing but in any case lots of stuff here and a lot of as i would say NXT is really good at, at doing good business as we say like every minute they're giving you something that is helping and building upon things um and this was was no different. Just talk to me about this final stretch of, of the show. And obviously, uh, if you want to touch on the Shotzi stuff a little bit more and uh, kind of how they pivoted mid-show. I mean,
3: feel bad for Shotzi. She, I believe she was getting surgery today based on this knee injury. Seeing it, it was, it was really rough. Um, I say this, I don't know her personally. However, she used to do a podcast with uh, the guy who was the best man at my wedding. Who was oh. hyping up Eve during the, her hood slam era and being on oh, the Indies cool. in the Bay Area? So I've always felt like I knew about her before the WWE universe did. So I've always been very felt very invested in her career. And seeing this tonight, seeing the pain she was in, seeing her try to go on like this was just a really tough watch. Um, but I think that they did the best they could to pull off the show. And I gotta be honest, the way they tied it into Roxanne being like what. Everybody's getting tired of shots for me. Like that was amazing. Roxanne throwing the TV backstage. Absolutely loved that. Uh,
2: this was again, I feel I of course thoughts and um, you know, speedy recovery to shots. He's just a terrible absolutely. injuries are terrible, and it's a good reminder, like in all seriousness, how dangerous pro wrestling is because this was not a as Jimmy Cordero likes to say, it was not a 450 Burning Hammer Phoenix splash. It was her, it was literally her just hopping off the apron, essentially um but things happen and we, we we can't take it for granted like the stuff that these people do uh but if i could give some praise the pivoting of nxt oh, yeah. mid-show uh i don't know how much was factored in well no it couldn't have been it had to have been live because they could talk about in commentary i think too the the backstage thing about roxanne perez being upset and it playing into her story and the fact that they were able to figure this out on the fly to have Ava go out there to have last legend who looked and felt like a contender in that moment, uh, come out there and have a match and every, it just that the the team at NXT and the production at NXT just deserves a huge round of applause for, for that, you know, it's live TV and it's a lot harder than it looks and NXT knocked it out of the park by making that save. Uh, at the end of the show uh again Shotzi I hope everything's okay uh I just want to also acknowledge just how great that that team was on the fly making that happen yeah they pulled it off man they really pulled it off
3: um right. pretty sure they shot the Roxanne part after it had gone off the air and just inserted that
2: did it, I kind of swore commentary but, talked about
3: it though well they cut to it but they can overdub some things. I mean I, I think the, the stuff coming up with the replacement the open challenge ava that was all in real time that all seemed like the same camera angle like they barely I'm although they might have cut around it but yeah but that was brilliant would yeah. even think like while roxanne's here hey let's get a shot of her freaking out backstage we can story storyline
2: yeah i mean that that very well could have happened but if they did that's also even smart for them to say hey let's add this in yeah. because that helps tell yet another part of the story again a, a very taking something you know they, they always say you know take chicken makes some chicken salad as the saying goes yes um, exactly the saying it is exactly how it goes so that make was chicken really
3: chicken salad.
2: use chicken and make chicken salad <laughs> bark, bark. Uh, <laughs> uh so you should
3: get a job like they should do wwe for kids and bring you into <laughs> censor things and you could just like jack what was dx's catchphrase you know you could come up with like clean versions of everything
2: yeah it's I don't know what I would say for that I don't have anything off the top of my head I don't I'm not an improv guy I guess uh but yeah I don't think there's a way to fix suck it uh, yeah maybe not um so that was the show that was that was the show I thought it was an incredible show especially for a pre-taped show um overall uh I give it a, a great score Glenn what were your final thoughts on this week and where can the world find you online
3: yeah, pre tape show is normally synonymous with, oh, I can skip this if something major happened. I would have read about it online ahead of time. But they added so much backstage seasoning to this that mm-hmm. the the raw parts of it just felt more important. Um, I, I hope they can do the same with SmackDown on Friday for a pre tape show. Because uh, right now, nothing new and big is happening, probably till Elimination Chamber. Saturday at two in the morning, Pacific time.
2: Are you going to watch it live? I might gonna try to you know yeah i feel like this is probably it's like i'm not gonna watch it live but then there's part of me it's like i might watch it live i I, I." think what
3: rollins and cody do is gonna be the news that comes out of it
2: yeah and i love elimination chamber matches From like honestly like they're one of my favorites um they're not as spicy as the rumble but i just i like the setup i I like elimination matches and um so i'll definitely be excited about that i thought this was a fantastic show Uh, i will say that Watching that main event, knowing that Shashi got hurt, I was cringing through half of it. Yeah, because I didn't, I didn't know what, I didn't know how, and it was happened,
3: unexpected so. because I thought she was yeah. going to do some big move or hit her knee against something, and no, like it just it felt very out of
2: nowhere. Yeah. So, everyone, she thank you person. so much. Uh, thank you so much for watching and listening along. However you're consuming this, um, you can follow me at Real Jack Farmer. Uh, Glenn, did you want to plug the stuff you're on? Did sure, you I'm
3: at, I'm at Glenn Rubenstein.
2: Um, so yeah, you can follow us. I'm going to be doing commentary for a company called Prestige Wrestling on Sunday. Um, and it's going to be a great show. We've got awesome. uh, Mustafa Ali's on it. We got Jordan Grace on it. We got Speedball Mike Bailey on it. We got Tiger Mask. I'm so pumped to call a Tiger Mask match. Uh, so that'll be really fun. It's available on IWTV. You could check it out there. It's going to be really fun. And you can hear my voice talking over wrestling because that's what I do. Uh, until then, make sure to follow at wrestling Inc for all the major wrestling news and make sure to check us out after AEW dynamite tomorrow for an after show where I'll be back talking wrestling. That does it for us. Glenn, always a
1: pleasure. Good seeing you, man. Catch you soon. I'm hitting and you know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator.